0: First of all, because I know how smart you are, you know what we are going to talk about today. This is the new bombshell that's come up from Washington. From Washington or New York, if you, if you want to be literal, because it's in New York that the U.S. Department of Justice has filed this indictment, as they call it, like a chart sheet, uh, in a court alleging that and there was an Indian plot. Indian plot run by an Indian individual at the behest of a master puppeteer in India who apparently worked for the government of India at that point of time to carry out the assassination of Khalistani so-called Khalistani activist Gurpatwan Singh Pannu. So that is the story that's come out that we are talking about. We'll talk about the story and we have we have the evidence of this 15-page indictment which is very well written. It is written like a thriller. It's very well written. In fact, it should be taught in journalism schools Compared to this, I would say that many of our chart sheets are not not even 100th as intelligible. They might be more fun because they seem to have a lot more bells and whistles and a lot more other masala added to them. But in this case, for just clinical, legal chart sheet writing, this is quite brilliant. It's also quite interesting storytelling. So I will take you through the story with all the allegedly's and supposedly's taken as read. I will keep on adding them, but if I forget, everything is alleged. Remember, this is only charges by the state yet. The defense hasn't spoken. A trial hasn't taken place. That, once we understand, we can first look at the larger aspects of this situation and how this differs with what happened, what came out of Ottawa, out of Canada over Hardeep Singh, Niger's killing. So, first of all, the difference between the two, you can see in this 50-word editorial that we wrote. So please read this, it's on your screen. So the basic thing is that Justin Trudeau acted in a manner which we think editorially was immature. He he did some grandstanding. Maybe he got spooked because he thought the story was coming out in his leading newspaper, Globe and Mail, and he wanted to, he got into competition with a newspaper over a scoop that why should why should parliament find out what's happening through a newspaper, they will ask me how come I haven't disclosed it to them. So I'm saying it here. So the basic diplomatic work had not been done, including the, including the work of sensitizing the Indian side that something like this was coming up. And his tone was accusatory. And the tone has been accusatory since then. And immediately, an Indian diplomat was expelled. So it became a larger diplomatic issue between two major countries and since then that story is played out in a certain way, the, certain way. The Americans on the other hand, the Americans on the other hand, now this indictment tells us, had started working on this from the first week of May. So they knew from the first week of May that something was going on. They were collecting this information, they waited, 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 waited until they had enough and not only until they had enough but until they had caught the main Player in this, that is a man called Nikhil Gupta, the main player in this. On the thirtieth of June, it seems, by which time the Americans, American agencies, believed that they had a lot of, a lot of information already. For inexplicable reasons, Nikhil Gupta decided to travel out of India to the Western world, and he landed in Prague, in Czech Republic, and was immediately arrested on a request from the U.S. Department of Justice, and that's where the Americans thought they had got the case. So the Americans waited until then, but even after that, they did not make a big public issue of it. They did not even let it become public until time came for them to file an indictment. So their first indictment that they filed was a sealed indictment. Again Americans did not make it public. Financial Times, Dmitry Sivastopoulos, the Financial Times correspondent broke that story, but he did not have any more details. He just said that, and that a sealed indictment had been filed. But once again, even that came out after the Americans had submitted legally admissible evidence in the court. So once again, between the difference between the Canadian side and the American side is that one side decided to shoot from the hip and make accusations. The other side, maybe being a superpower, and that's why they are a superpower, worked in a more sophisticated, nuanced manner, did not shame the other side, which is a friendly side, India, where there are lots of shared common interests, but on the other hand, waited until they had legally admissible evidence. So that is the big difference. There are some other differences. So first of all, as I said, no grandstanding by the Americans, unlike the Canadian side, what this did was, this has, because this story has now been known since June. And in fact, soon after, the Americans shared shared it with the Indian side. The way they did it gave them plausible deniability and gave India plausible deniability. What is plausible deniability? When everybody knows that you knew something or that you had something to do with something, but you should be able to say, look, I don't think so. I had no idea. That is plausible deniability. So how did the Americans give themselves plausible deniability? They had been investigating this, their agencies had been tracking this case or this quote unquote plot since the first week of May this year. Right? First week of May this year, they don't tell anybody. Anybody. And they carry on. Third week of June, Prime Minister Modi comes to Washington on his state visit. And there is all the all the noise and celebration of a state visit, and he is hailed as a, as a big leader. He gets his banquet. He has his joint session address to U.S. House and Senate. All of that happens. All of of that's happening. The U.S. agencies are now in the thick of investigating this case and closing the investigation. Remember, by June 30, the investigation is closed. June 30, Nikhil Gupta has been arrested in Prague. And yet, while Prime Minister Modi is in Washington, nobody whispers this to him. Nobody whispers this to him. Nobody nobody from the U.S. intelligence agencies whispers this to any of their counterparts on the Indian side and they also make sure it does not leak to the American or international media. What did they say later? Now the question is, oh, if you knew about this and if you were investigating this from May, how did you, how did you not tell the Prime Minister, Prime Minister Modi when he came to Washington? Baba, we had no idea. We are Washington. This is happening in New York. Some agencies are doing it. They never told us, right? Never told us. So the, so, the, so the pretense now is that President Biden only came to know of this sometime in July after that summit meeting, the state visit was over. If you want to believe it, you must be very, very, very gullible that all of this is happening at such a level involving somebody or something that might implicate India's intelligence agencies. In the American system and, and White House and the, Amer- the top American intelligence and diplomatic leaders did not know anything about it till July. Those things don't even happen in the movies, right? Those, th- th- those things most certainly do not happen in real life. So once again, this is to give Biden administration plausible deniability. So now they say, Arre, humko bhi nahi tha. Bataya nahi. nobody can go and say, you must have known because they have deniability. They can say... I didn't know. Similarly, on the Indian side, because of the way the Americans have handled it and and also the Indian side has responded to it, it's a bit like, it's very contrary to the response to Canada. The response to Canada was, these are are absurd allegations, how dare you say such things to us, to the Americans? These These are very troublesome allegations, could such a thing happen in India? This is not our policy, this was never our policy, our agencies are never doing this. If anybody did this, you know, there are lots of gangsters and there are gun runners and there are drug runners and funny things happen. They kill each other, right? And plots are being hatched and people get involved. We will look into this. We'll hold a high level inquiry. And as I speak now, you see more coming out of Government of India. Government of India is not in the denial mode as they were with Canada. Government of India, on the other hand, is saying, look, even if there was an individual, to link an individual, a mere individual with the entire government is concerning and it's not fair by implication. So once again, government of India may be pushing it, but they are also pushing in the same direction of plausible deniability. That even if it was done by somebody, first of all, wasn't our guy. And second, even if you prove that it was somebody who was employed by government of India, then then this was an unauthorized, unsanctioned operation that is how the two countries have protected themselves at the topmost level so that while this issue is brought to justice particularly from the American point of view for for them it's important while this issue is brought to justice at the same time the mutual bilateral relationship remains unaffected that is the biggest difference between this case and the Canada case and that's why this case becomes that much more serious also once again what I said earlier in this case, the Americans have produced legally admissible evidence. And yet again, it's legally admissible evidence from the side of the prosecution. The defense has not yet spoken. This also tells you how big, ma- big powers manage complex relations where they have lots of shared interests, but they also have conflicts of interest. And that's where big powers have to decide what is it that is defined by mutual trust and what is it that should not be defined or that should not be affected by mutual suspicions because different powers, different big nations have interests which will run into conflict with each other. So how do you you make your relationship suspicion-proof because suspicions will arise? And finally, finally, a question that I might want to ask, that if this was a government of India operation, I'd be surprised if it was, but if it was a government of India operation, what kind of keystone cops do you have to be to be doing all of this on the phone, on open lines or on encrypted apps thinking that somebody will not catch them? Because if one site can have Pegasus, somebody can have the mother of Pegasus or the grandfather of Pegasus, etc. And If those agencies, particularly CIA, DEA, etc., they latch onto a phone, they can get anything out of a phone irrespective of what apps you are using. In fact, you and I, if we have anything that we might suspect, somebody in the government, in the state, or in the intelligence agencies, even in our country, might might be wanting to keep track of, then the best way of communication is the old-fashioned way, which is person to person, which is not over any device. In this case, a lot of this correspondence allegedly allegedly has been taking place over the phones. Screenshots are being shared. Video links are being shared and that is what has led to this plethora of evidence that the U.S. Department of Justice has put forward. This bit of analysis and the difference between the Niger and Panu cases out of the way, let me now tell you briefly the story. So when you start reading a play, any play in your textbook also, Shakespeare, anybody, any play, there's a cast of characters. Usually, cast of characters is very long in those cases. In this case, the cast of characters is very small. But we need to understand. It's very small and we need to understand what it is. It's also important because nobody in that small cast of characters is named except one. And that one is Nikhil Gupta. Nikhil Gupta, for all practical purposes, is a drug runner or is somebody involved in the drug trade. That is very, very clear. And by the way, this Nikhil Gupta is no relation of mine. There are lots and lots of Guptas in India. In fact, they used to be, I used to have a joke earlier on when telephone directories used to be printed like this and people said and so and so, is he or related, is a Gupta? And I would say, look, 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 there are lots of us Guptas in India. There are 46 pages of Guptas in the Delhi phone book and I'm not even there. That said, Nikhil Gupta. Now, Nikhil Gupta is the key character here. Because he's the one who's apparently putting this, allegedly putting this assassination plan together in New York while he's in India. So he's one. He's the only one named. The other key character is called CC1. Why he's called CC1, I don't know, but that's what they call him. They say he's a government of India official. He's somebody and this is now the indictment I'm reading from it. CC1 is variously described, and I'm adding himself, being employed by the Indian government as a senior field officer with responsibilities in security management and intelligence. CC1 also has referenced previously serving in India's Central Reserve Police Force, CRPF, and receiving officer training in battlecraft and weapons. CC1, now the charge sheet says, CC1 is employed at all times relevant to this indictment by Indian government resides in India and directed the assassination plot from India. That's what the Americans have said, American Department of Justice has said in their, in their submission to the court in New York. This submission is from the United States Department of Justice in the United States District Court of Southern District of New York. The other characters, Nikhil Gupta is one, CC1 is the other. They are together because Nikhil Gupta is the puppet. If he is the puppet, then CC1 is the master puppeteer. And this puppet Nikhil Gupta then has other puppets or those he supposedly thinks are puppets. These are also introduced only by their codes. So one of them is CS. CS stands for confidential source. Confidential source is somebody who is in the drug business in America, in New York nikhil gupta reaches out to him because nikhil gupta has been assigned by whoever to try and find a hired gun to kill pannu so who does he reach out he reaches out to the bad guys he knows so he, reach, he reach, reaches out to the one bad guy he knows in the drug business little does he know that this bad guy in the drug business is actually a drug enforcement administration informant a dea informant so the moment this DA informant gets this call from Nikhil Gupta. He immediately informs his bosses. And that happens, the bosses there, the intelligence agencies in America become alerted and they then they lay a trap and they start tracking this. That's the reason I'm not willing to believe that they never informed anybody higher up that such a thing was happening. The next in the cast of characters is a man simply called UC. All of these are men, so I don't have to mix up any genders or, or to put any qualifiers. The next is UC. UC simply stands for undercover. Now, when CS, confidential source, as he is called by DAA, confidential source, tells his bosses that I am being asked to arrange a hired gun to kill such and such person, his bosses tell him, look, we are giving you the hired gun. And the hired gun is none else than a serving US intelligence officer. So this officer, this U.S. intelligence intelligence officer now pretends to be a hired gun who will carry out Panu's assassination for money and he makes his demands for money. He, as well as CS, the confidential source and undercover both, they are now having conversations with Nikhil Gupta, who in turn is having conversations with his master puppeteer, alleged master puppeteer in Delhi, CC1, with whom... The entire correspondence is then being recorded from May 1st week onwards. All phone calls, all text messages, all video messages, all screenshots, all of those are being recorded by the American side, even though, as the American side says in the indictment, they are only doing it on encrypted encrypted apps, encrypted apps on their phones. So once again, remember there is no such thing as Totally fail-safe encrypted app. Be careful about that, particularly if you're particularly if you're jostling with really big guys like the CIA, DEA, even RAW and IB for that matter. I'm sure they also have the wherewithal to crack through those encrypted apps. Why these people are using encrypted apps if they are really intelligence people is something that surprises me. And that's the reason I said that I'm surprised. In fact, a the biggest disappointment is that this looks like such a keystone corpse operation because such a thing if you if you if you are actually planning such a sensitive operation and then are using phones and encrypted apps then it tells you that you are being really reckless there are two more characters besides this Nikhil gupta cc1 the master puppeteer in india the government of india officer as they say number three num- uh, number three c s the confidential source the u.s drug business guy who informs drug enforcement administration and and UC, the undercover agent who pretends to be the hired gun then there are two more individuals they are simply called individual one and individual two as you read this indictment and some of these will run on your screen they are running, it's running on your screen as I am talking and see those highlighted dates because this is, because this, this clock is moving very fast. So this calendar is moving very, very fast. Like a T20 strike rate count over to over to over to over. May first week onwards. Something's happening almost every day. So individual one in New New York is the one who arranges for this cash to be delivered to UC. And individual two, is the person who actually hands over this cash to UC in the car, in UC's own car. That's the reason I say this looks like such an amateurish operation because how do you hand over cash in crisp $100 notes to the other guy in his car? That car obviously is fully bugged and has cameras on it. So the U.S. prosecutors have even added a picture, and see that picture on your screen. They've added a picture of money changing hands, cash changing hands in UC's car. That's part of the evidence. The rest is mostly a chronological story, and you will see it on, on your screen. It's running on your screen. Early May, the Americans find out that there's been, there's been some communication between CC1 and Gupta. Gupta is still in India. So they have tracked him in India. They've obviously done it through their source in New York, in the drug business. And there they say in the first week, CC1 tells Gupta that if he carries out, if he helps carry out a hit for them in New York, then CC1 will help him get rid of a case against him. Obviously, it has to be a serious criminal case against him in the state of Gujarat. Right? Then on May 6th, there is a message from CC1 to Gupta which says, this is my name, he puts his name and he says, save my name on your phone but save it as this alias. So once again, how smart or how dumb do you have to be to be doing so, giving somebody your name in a message and saying save my name on your phone but under this alias. Those things happen in Keystone, Keystone Cop movies or equivalent Keystone Cop movies by the way were in the silent era 1912 and all that. Most of us have not seen those movies, but this metaphor has stuck. But he does this. A few minutes later, he calls back. He calls back Nikhil Gupta. This is first week of May, still, 6th May, and says, Look, there is a target in New York. Another one is in California. And Gupta says, Don't worry, we will hit all targets. This is an ex- exact quote. We will hit all targets. Then CC1's phone, the Americans say, they've tracked that phone. It's an Indian phone. It's linked to an email which has been used in and around Delhi during the days of this operation. So that is to nail down the fact that CC1 is located in Delhi. May 12, CC1 apparently calls Nikhil Gupta and he says, says, look, your case has already been taken care of. That means the case against him... As it turns out, in the state of Gujarat has already been taken care of and he says, your case has already been taken care of. Nobody from Gujarat police is calling. And then May 23, again, CC1 says to Gupta, I've spoken with the boss about your Gujarat case. All is clear and nobody will ever, and nobody will ever bother you again. Once again, the implication is that this was a code pro quo, that you carry out this hit for me or you help me carry out this hit in New York against good Patwan Singh Pannu and in exchange cases against you in Gujarat will disappear. They will no longer bother you. It is, it is on May 29 that Gupta has reached out to CS for a murder for hire or for a hired gun. And as he speaks with them, he's again so brilliant, quote-unquote, he's so brilliant. And the other guy's puppeteer is also so brilliant that as he has spoken with CS or exchanged messages, messages with CS, Screenshots of those messages also, he's forwarded to CC1 in India. All of those the American intelligence has got. Then he he says that, look, they are ready to pay. We are ready to pay 15,000 and even more depending on the quality of work. And if it's done as soon as possible, that's what CC1 is telling Nikhil Gupta. Nikhil Gupta then sends back a screenshot apparently it is from cs or from the uc side saying 100k which means 1 lakh dollars to which cc1 says okay after this there's a lot of lot of correspondence where the target's address is given target's details are given to given by cc1 to nikhil gupta and then onwards to cs and uc on june 3 the american agencies have recorded an audio where Gupta is apparently or allegedly telling CS, confidential source, it's an audio recording, finish him brother, finish him, don't take too much time, push these guys, push these guys, finish the job. Then there is a lot of other correspondence which will run on your screen which is more about how will the money be arranged, how will the money be paid and I told you how the money was paid, 15,000 was paid as advance in UC's car, that is one was caught on camera. Then on June 10, Gupta has said screenshots to, to CC1, saying that, saying that this is done, the advance is paid, to which CC1 apparently replies, okay, Bhaiji. And again, and once again, Gupta is making promises to CS and UC saying there'll be more jobs, more jobs, this is nothing. There'll be more jobs, we'll have many more jobs for you. Your, your, your lives will change. In fact, on June 12, specifically, Nikhil Gupta apparently tells. CS and UC that we have 3 more jobs and they will now be 2-3 jobs every month. Obviously he's is trying to do a heavy sales job for them saying I am a good, good customer, you deliver on this deal, I will give you a lot more business. On June 12, Gupta also tells CS and this is very important. June 12 Gupta also tells CS that we also have a big target in Canada. June 14 he says we will be needing a good team in Canada as well. Right, June 15, he says, we're still waiting for details on Canada. And this is like, dun, 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 the movie is moving like that. June 16, Gupta again tells CS, Confidential Source, we are doing this job, brother, in New York and Canada. And then June 18, why did I say, din, 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 because it's moving very fast? June 18, Niger gets shot in Canada. Niger gets shot in Canada. On the same day, CC1 sends a video, a video clip of Nijar lying slumped in his car after being killed to Nikhil Gupta. That's almost like, saying, almost like saying this is done. But if you again see Nikhil Gupta's own communication on June 19, he expresses surprise. While talking to, while talking to undercover, he says, look, he was also the target. That means Nijar was also the target, but he was our target number four, number three we have so many targets we are we have no need to wait for this one that is pannu and then he goes on to suggest that possibly someone else killed Niger. he says gupta says to cs we didn't do this job some other guy did it by june 29 by june 29 it looks like from this correspondence and this record this evidence that The person in Delhi, CC1, is getting impatient. Now, why is June 29 important? Is something happening on June 30, last day of the month? I don't know. I can only guess. My guess is as good as yours. But June 29, he says, I have no time to waste. Please carry out this hit now. Please carry out this hit now. And when that happens, June 29, on June 30th, Nikhil Gupta decides to travel overseas. And that's where the story ends. That's when the Americans have him in the bag. Once they have him in the bag, then they can start putting the story together. And the sum total of that story is this indictment. Now, how will this go? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I think both sides will play. The Americans have now gone to court, so they have to secure conviction if they can prove their charges against Nikhil Gupta. Are they going to arraign an Indian official as well and ask the government of India to turn him over? They know for sure that the government of India will do no such thing. At the same time, government of India also does not want to ruin its relationship with America. So once again, go back to what I had started with. Both sides will use that plausible deniability. One side side will say, look, we did this in as discreet a manner as possible without embarrassing you. So this should not affect our larger relationship. The other side will say, look, we are so surprised by what you tell us. We appreciate what you've told us. right? We don't, we don't buy the argument that, that just because somebody worked for Government of India was, or was a government employee, person was working on behalf of Government of India could be a rogue player as well. In which case, intelligence agencies routinely disown their people. I'm not saying that will happen in this case. I'm only talking about the space this case or the handling of this case has made available to both sides as we speak.